Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 7, 1911, Part 3, pages 87 and 88. March 7, 1911, Part 3. How weak a person is when he stands alone by himself, but how strong he becomes when his individuality is merged with and blended into the whole community. How miserable a person often is with no one to rely on but himself, and how rich he becomes when he deposits his talents in the common treasury. The more a person is able to renounce himself and merge with the other members of the community, with its common life and work, the stronger the community becomes, and in it, the person himself. May our congregation be a miniature society in which each member can be employed purposefully and productively, where each can use his gifts in the service of God and man. There is no physical or mental ability which, if properly developed, cannot be useful in the congregation. But then again, each member should be careful not to allow himself to be deluded by unrealistic aspirations. Often, a person does not really know himself. He imagines that he has the ability for this or that work, that he has the skill to perform one task or another, when in reality, the opposite is true. He has the gift for something entirely different. Then, too, there are people who doubt their own ability and lack self-confidence. They think that they will not be able to perform the task assigned to them. Each one, therefore, should be submissive to the judgment of his superior, whose duty it is to understand us and our talents and to place us accordingly. Superiors can often be more objective and know us better. From their own observation and the reports of others, they can put together a pretty accurate profile. That is why we should trust our superiors. Inspired by the Spirit of God, they are not seeking any other end but our own good, the greater glory of God, and the salvation of souls. And so we can be confident that they will make the best use of us for the greater glory of God. We are more easily misled and deluded into trying to pursue our own course of action and trying to achieve our own goals than in submitting us, submitting to the authority of our superiors and humbly accepting their direction, because God refuses the proud and will always favor the humble. That's from 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5. Let us pray that God would teach us how to unite prudent initiative with perfect obedience, personal resourcefulness, energy, and diligence, with perfect dedication to our congregation, to its tasks, needs, and goals, and through the congregation to God and to the church. Lord, give us the courage and strength to forget and deny ourselves, to die to ourselves so that we may not be afraid to lose ourselves in the community for the greater glory of God and the good of the church, to shine forth like a candle on the altar, to be consumed for the glory of God like grains of incense which give off a sweet fragrance, let us not be afraid to be worn out, used up, 
diminished for the greater glory of God. With God on our side, who can be against us? That's from Romans 8, verse 31. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ, even if we are troubled and worried, or being persecuted, or lacking food or clothes, or being threatened, or even attacked. As Scripture promised, for your sake we are being massacred daily and reckoned as sheep for the slaughter. These are the trials through which we triumph, by the power of him who loves us, loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death, nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of God, made visible in Jesus our Lord. It's Romans 8, 35 through 39. May these words encourage us to persevere, and may they comfort and support us in time of persecution. Let us grasp from these words where our strength lies in complete surrender to Christ. We unite and blend with him. Let us take hold of and embrace the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, and no power will harm us. No power will hinder us or block our path. With God on our side, who can be against us? That's Romans 8.31. There is nothing I cannot master with the help of the one who gives me strength. That's from Philippians 4, verse 13. In the last section of this entry, Blessed George reflects on the strength that comes to someone when his talents are blended with those of others in a religious community. By dying to ourselves and sharing our gifts in community, God can accomplish great things through our common efforts. All have a role to play and a task to accomplish in God's plan. Sometimes we don't know ourselves as well as we think we do. It can take a vow of obedience to learn what God is really calling us to and where our strengths really lie. By obeying our superiors, as long as we are not asked to do something sinful, we can be sure that we are doing the will of God. God loves obedience. Dying to self is the path that we are all called to follow. Blessed George uses the analogies of a candle on the altar or incense that is uh, burnt as an offering to God. We want to give that gift of ourselves completely to the Lord. And then Blessed George calls us to persevere, especially in times of persecution. The Lord will never abandon us or leave us as orphans. He is always near to assist us. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, 
for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.